Floor is yours. You sure? Yeah, I was making sure it was recording. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Season 3, episode 3, post-clash, for what that's worth. Uh, they put her a day early. I guess they had a lot of rain. Well, we knew that. We talked about it. We're lucky. We yeah. said they were lucky they got it in at the normal time. Yep. And they they got it in. I got to give them credit for that. And apparently it's their down point right after, too. I don't think it stopped yet. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> a lot of crashed houses out there. Um, A lot of people giving NASCAR a lot of crap, and I... In a perfect world, I guess it's not the best thing, but what do you want them to do? Yeah. They'd still be, you yeah. know, they'd still be stuck out there. Um, probably not have much of their equipment left. It would have all gotten washed away. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, predictably, the ratings were way off. Well, we knew, they knew that because they pushed it up a day. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't have to sit through all the heat races and qualifying races and all. I wasn't looking forward to the Saturday night stuff. I'll be honest with you. It's, I still think Clash it should be like poll winners and winners from the previous year. That's it. Just keep it and run it at a real track. I don't like all this heat stuff. I don't like ne'er-do-wells being in there uh i don't know i the clash isn't about racing it's all you know to me it's right now it's all about promotion and you know saw a meme today where they had a crowd of people who all wants to race in la at the coliseum everyone puts their hands up who's gonna be there Nobody's put their hands up, you know, and and that's, I don't know. I, I can re remember, I guess, cause I was never there, but you know, the clash was the kickoff to a two week party in Daytona. You, you know, you had the 24 hours, you know, the Rolex 24 hour thing. You had the clash, then Leading up to, you know, you had the Super Bowl. Everybody watched Super Bowl on the infield. And then you you obviously had speed weeks where you did the duels. You you had the ARCA race, the cup, or the truck, Xfinity Cup. So you had like four straight days of racing uh, with, with all the practice, you know, and, and starting on that Monday, I think it was. And pole position on saturday you know the the week before and just all that tradition just seems to be kind of out the window now i i know that you know they're still gonna do pole position i think it's sunday before the super bowl but you still i don't know it's just not i don't like clash being moved around I, I i like it at, at daytona uh the old way but that's just me 
So Mr. Hamlin wins. I beat your best favorite driver again. All of them. Yeah. He, he said he's retiring like, it because his dad said it's fucking stupid. And it's just he, ignorant and, and dumb. So he's retiring. He's never going to say it again. He's going to come up with the new phrase. Okay. Uh, going back to what you were saying, Dale Earnhardt on his little podcast. By the way, if you that's new. He don't have his little co-host anymore. It's only him and these two other like interns or whatever. He's talking about the clash, and he goes, he's the same way. He's Daytona. That's how it should be. He was, ta- he was talking about, like, that's like the kickoff. That's also extra practice. That also show- gives you storyline. That gives you, you know, what kind of a feel for everything he's like i we need to go back to he he's like for the lack of practice we got this is like this is daytona the biggest race of the year and you're giving him nobody practice you're giving nobody this so he was going off on it he says most likely not going to go to daytona because it's all about you know money and politics and he says most likely not going to to la coliseum again because that's an absolute waste of money um but he he his 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 two cents is go back to Daytona. Um, uh, I saw on Twitter Brad Keselowski chimed in too. Let me find it. Um, it, this, it was a tweet from Dirty Mo Media, which is Dale Earnhardt's podcast, and there's only one place the clash should be at in Daytona. Brad said. I can get behind this back to Daytona, pole winners and clash winners only, 90-minute race, invert at halfway with extra money if you can win both halves. I, again, I, this goes back to my old axiom my whole life. Why are you trying to fix something that's not broken? Because they're trying to expose it to places that don't want to be exposed in NASCAR. It's simply put. And I still want to know... You know, when the Clash first went to the Coliseum, we talked about this. It didn't transfer to other races. It didn't transfer. Yeah, it didn't. It it didn't didn't pop ratings. It didn't do this. Ratings have declined the last three years. So, like, it's not helping. It didn't help attendance at Phoenix, Las Vegas. California when it was there, whatever. Yeah, none of those tracks. It didn't didn't accomplish their, their stated goal when they did this. But at least I'm glad to be in good company with Dale Jr. That he yeah, it, it was like a 10 minute segment. I can probably send it to you and listen to it or watch it. But yeah, he was he said everything pretty much on par of where it should be. And he's like he's like back in my day, I remember there was a full eight hours of practice over yeah. the over the course of the week, not including the clash and the duels and. Like Daytona is the beginning of the season. It's the biggest race of the year. We should be practicing for it. We should put mo- as much exposure to that race. Now, literally, I just looked at the schedule. The first thing that's shown is qualifying. There's no practice prior to that. There's nothing. Daytona qualifying A15 on Wednesday. That's it. And then after that, there's practice. For the truck. So pole position is on Wednesday? Next Wednesday is pole. Next Wednesday's pole. And then there's. Practice on Thursday and Thursday for the trucks and ARCA series. And then there's the duels at 7 and 8.45. And then there's practice on Friday for the cup guys. So so run the duels at night and then do the race during the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, somebody, well, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here. It's just I'm so sick and tired of NASCAR trying to fix stuff that's not broken. Um, but the duels have we'll always in- been at night, though. That's that I can remember, right? Like it's always no, 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 no. They they used to be on Thursday afternoons forever. It I, was I'd have like, to go look. Yeah. It it's only been in the last, and I will just cover a big gamut here. Probably the last ten years that they started changing that up. Um, but forever and ever, they used to be like noon was the first one, two o'clock was the second one, and then you had your front row. It it was never, never. I mean, not never because it's been they've been doing it lately, but for the longest time, it was always during the day. And it was, it's, if I remember correctly, it was always on a Thursday. But, um, we'll talk a little more Daytona here in a minute. Um, obviously, Hamlin wins the clash. Kyle Bush is second. Denny Hamlin, what a run. Dead last to third place. Yeah, no, no Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Yeah, dead last. To, to third place that was excellent um ty gibbs had the car to beat he just i guess ran out of talent <laughs> i i yeah I, I seen the scuffle between him and joey and him puffing his chest out i don't exactly what happened but um i think he was i don't know i don't i i feel like he got a little ahead of himself and he's losing his car and joey punted him but i don't know exactly he was he was fast car, believe me. Um, how would you like to be the thirteen teams that hauled your ass all the way out to California only to turn around and go home? Didn't even get to to race. Circumstances, uh, you know. Yeah, but and NASCAR requires them to be there. That's your thirty six chartered teams. They don't have a choice. They've got to be there. Required. And then, oh, sorry, you're not good enough. We're only going to take 23. You guys go home. Yeah. It's like, I I guarantee you half of those guys, if they weren't required to be there, wouldn't have wasted the money. They could have stayed home working on their Daytona car and watched it on TV. And they talk about saving money while we don't have practices and all that, and they waste do all that. I'm just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. The only guy out of uh, all of them that probably should have made the trip no matter what was Josh Berry in Stuart Haas' number four car. Uh, which, by the way, I'm just a little heads up. He's my early pick for Daytona 500. I had somebody, I was going to say, but I can't remember who. Oh, I know who. We'll save that for later. Just because he didn't make the clash. The last two people, the last two years, somebody that did not make the clash was your Daytona winner. So he's going to be mine. Uh, Yeah, we had a lot of dust ups, uh, Logano and Gibbs, and uh, somebody was mad at Reddick. And I was like you, I kind of watched it. I shouldn't say I didn't watch it. It just didn't captivate, keep my attention. 
Um, it wasn't bad as far as racing. It, it was actually pretty. Just watching Blaney come from the back the way he did was awesome. Yeah. Um, that. Wow, that's all you can say with that. It's, he just he he was on a rail. Someone who had to use a provisional to get in, yeah. Yeah, he did. So he sent home a lot of people. Hmm? He sent home a lot of people. People like By- Byron didn't make it. Did he make it? There's someone else who couldn't. No, Bell, Christopher uh, Bell. Yeah, Christopher um, Bell didn't make it. I can tell you exactly. It's uh, Josh Williams, Carson Hosevar, Josh Berry, Daniel Suarez, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Chris Busher, Cindric, Hemrick, Bell, Cosgrala, Harrison Burton, and Zane Smith are the guys that did not make it. I could see all of those besides a few. Like, Bell's a surprise. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. If you want to talk about surprises, I really thought Josh Williams would make it. No, I don't. Um, He's never been in that car before in his life. Uh, and he got put in that car last minute. No way. Well, that's true, I guess. But then you got Josh Berry, Daniel Suarez, Dylan Suarez, Jones, yeah. Busher, Sindrick. I mean, you know, those are some pretty he- – Christopher Bell, Harrison Burton. Harrison sucks. He's, he's on, this is but, his last year in that car. There's no way. You think? They they booted jo- Matt DiBenedetto, who did way better in that car. For him, who has not performed at all. At least DiBenedetto was actually performing and finishing top five and top tens. Yeah, but he's For, back in the truck series now, isn't he? I, no, he don't have a ride now. He got kicked out of it. He got he got kicked out of his ride last year. He's supposed to have a new ride this year, but sponsorship <laughs> fell out or something. Okay. So anyway, and again, we talked about ratings were down, and that was to be expected with the late because they didn't announce that until what two, three o'clock in the afternoon our time yeah, that they was, were going to do. Yeah, it was hours before. Yeah, but and I do. A lot of people giving NASCAR a lot of grief about that. It's one of the few moves I've seen them making quite a bit of time that I'm like, okay, you guys did the right thing here. Yeah, every driver was actually applauding it. Yeah. Probably everybody who decided who who got in and who didn't. Ah. <laughs> uh... All right, um, a little bit of, like I said, there's not a whole lot to talk about tonight. Um, one thing that really caught my eye, I was surprised at, is that Junior still hasn't got a contract yet to come back with NBC. I, I heard that, yeah, he's his contract expired, so. And they have not come to terms. Uh, I'm assuming that they will at some point. I just don't know what the hang-up can be. Keep. Keep Junior, get rid of Burton. Jeez, old Pete's, get rid of that man. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Burton's got to go. He, I don't, I like the guy as a person and whatever, but as a commentator, man, it's almost like Daryl Waltrip all over again. Him and La, was it Latart? Yeah. You get those two going, and I'm like, oh my god, it sounds like the Chipmunks. Yeah. Junior, it's... Junior should be the head of it, and he should handpick his. His partners and it not be Burton. 
I don't disagree. Um, you know, we documented or talked about, you know, Fox had a problem last year because they kept rotating with Jeff leaving the year before. And they, I, I love Tony in the booth with Clint. I, I did. I absolutely love that. But they had a problem. And now they've got Harvick uh, and Clint. And I think that, I honestly think that's going to work out pretty good. We'll see. Um, I do like Harvick. He, you could tell, uh, on the Clash broadcast that he was still a little, like, trying to find his wings. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't really up front or whatever. Like, and I, I know a lot of people really for some reason get all over clint boyer i like clint boyer in the booth because he just flat tells you like it is you know he doesn't he doesn't hold back i just can't stand when mikey gets in there yeah it's like uh shut up uh like i said there's been a lot of stuff off track you know sponsors and drivers um I I was looking earlier, um, let me find it real quick. On on the Daytona 500, let me go back, uh, the entry list, entry list, where we go, entry list. It, I, you know, I, I do not like the charter system. But there's one, two, three, f- there's five guys that are trying to make the the Daytona 500 that don't have charters. That takes it back to 36. And I guess I'm a little confused. If the 36 bought their charter, so they got guaranteed into every other, you know, every race, supposedly that's what it's all about, then what are these other five guys doing here? Being Cosgrala, Money? Uh, David Reagan, Anthony Alfredo, BJ McCloyd, and Jimmy Johnson. If you now, make if you make it, you make more money than than you know. Just but like, how can they make it if you've got thirty six charters and there's only going to be thirty six people in the race? I think they can go up to forty. I think it's up is to that 40. what it is I, now? I, I think it's not forty three, but I, I, yeah, I think it can go up to forty. But I can't. So, don't don't quote me on. So according to this, then there's 41 entries. There's only one person going to go home. Probably that'll be the storylines of the duels. Uh, well, next week when we do this, we'll have to do the who's gonna who's gonna go home. Uh, I just I hate this. Bring what you got. Run it. Top 36 or 40. Nobody's guaranteed in. I can remember years, and again, it's been a long time ago, when big names didn't make the Daytona 500. Uh, it, you don't have something that can keep up with the big boys. They send you home. But I'm looking forward to this isn't going to be a long one, guys. We're just kind of chewing the fat over the clash. But uh, Yeah, 40 cars. Is it going to be four? So one person goes home. 
How NASCAR Central seals up the lineup that Daytona Fields consists of 40 cars with 36 spots for charters. So why even run the duels if you're one of those 36 and take a chance of wrecking your stuff? You know, what it's I'm all saying? for you're sponsorship, gonna... getting exposure. If you don't, you're, you know, what I'm saying. I... And at Daytona, same as Talladega, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter where you, where start. you yeah, start. Yeah, I know, but it it's, it's all, but it's all about like you know, if I'm second or to second row, you get more exposure for your sponsors. I don't. I well, don't. Oh, no, it's more about pit selection. Yeah, true. Qualifying is more, and again at Daytona, it doesn't matter. Oh, a little fun stat, I think. I, I think if I'm right, if I remember right, Chevy has been has had the poll every year since 2012. That sounds about right. I don't want to say it's been front row, but I want to say it's been poll every year. Oh, that's cool. That doesn't make me mad. No, I'm trying to. There's Bowman, and then qualifying not held in 2020, so whoever is the champion got that. That would have been Chase Elliott, and then Daytona. Uh, 2000. Dang, it's just, oh, it's so in two of them. Okay, Daytona. There's Bowman, and then Stenhouse, and then Byron, then Bowman, then Elliott, then Elliott, then Gordon, Austin Dillon, and then Danica when they were Chevy still, and then Carl Edwards was the last one in 2012. That was Ford. Ford or Toyota? Was he with Joe Gibbs at the time? This is 2012, so probably. Probably Ford in the 99. I guess it doesn't say uh, it doesn't say with the number. It just says who it was. Okay. So it's been going on. It'll be eleven years if Ford or Chevy gets it again. They got a good chance, percentage wise, better than anybody else. Yeah. Hendricks what always you- brought really good cars for qualifying, regardless. Yes, they well, they've always brought good cars for Daytona, period. But I mean, Jeff's got 3, I know that. I don't know how many Jimmy's got. I'd have to go back back and look. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to be in Toyota this year. That's interesting. Uh <laughs> the other again, we don't want to get too much into Daytona, but we'll, we're going to save most of it for next week. But what I uh came out today for the ARCA race, which is always a great race at Daytona. The ARCA race is awesome. It's short. They got nothing to lose. It's kind of like the truck guys. It's, you know, balls to the wall, short, quick race. But there's 50 cars entered in the ARCA series yeah. for Daytona. So that ought to be interesting. Um... Like I said, I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to do all that next week when things really start happening. Um, unless you got something else to say, I wanted to plug the fantasy league and. No, I haven't. I haven't done nothing. Oh, there's one thing: is Tony. 
Tony's put out full force. I'm pretty sure it's it's. He says if if he for one he expects to be better than last year. They were just dog crap last year. And he says if there's not, they're doing a lot of changes next year. If they if they doesn't improve their uh, improve their uh, performance. Yeah, he expects. I think with the addition of Josh Berry. Um, he's expecting some pretty big things. Uh, who else you got on there? I, I can't even remember all of them now. They've changed so much. For Stuart Haas. You got Brian Priest. Uh, and Josh Berry in the four. The ten. Oh, Noah Gregson. Gregson? Yeah, he has yeah. the ability. Yeah, now he's got equipment. And four of the ten, the forty-one. Fourteen. Fourteen, Chase Briscoe. There you go. So. All right. Like I said, we don't want to be too boring here. Uh the fantasy league, it's up. You really can't do much right now with it. Uh, it is open. You can join. And it's the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast uh, on NASCAR.com Fantasy Live. Check it out. Join in with us for bragging rights. I'm going to promote it a little bit on the Facebook page as soon as it goes real live where you can do something. Um. Next week, we'll get into our picks and our thoughts and make some predictions. Yep. Go down to the you know final four and who we think is going to be the champion and all stuff we'll write down in archive and pull it out at the end of the year. Uh-huh. So, all right. I, with that, I'm done. Thanks for everybody watching that is watching, and let's get this season started. Absolutely. I'm out.